0: By living in Ukraine, I went through a lot of crises, and uh, I definitely know that there are not such a point that the whole world is uh, falling down and there are no solution to that. So all the solution is always here. You just uh, have to very, I would say, very carefully evaluate it and uh, not not to speed up with the decision. Mm-hmm.
1: Welcome to the SEED Executive Insights podcast series, where we as SEED faculty members discuss intriguing topics with invited executive guests. I'm Sandy Vassi and today I'm here with Volodymyr Mudry, CEO of OTP Ukraine. All right, so all I have to do now is first I introduce you. Okay, Volodymyr Mudry, and I do hope I pronounce your name right, CEO of OTP Bank Ukraine my guest today. So I'm going to be asking you about you, uh, life in Ukraine, life in Ukraine as the CEO of a big bank and the kind of things that you're doing and a lot more. But the first question is very personal. Running a big bank is a stressful job. Running a big bank in a country like Ukraine is even more stressful. Running a big bank in a country like Ukraine while you're in the middle of a war is totally stressful. And I look at you, you are calm and collected. Why? Are you just putting this on? Or are you really this calm? And if you are, I wanna know what you put in your coffee in the morning to remain like this. Vladimir, how do you do that personally?
0: <clears throat> okay, uh, well, he- hello to everybody, uh, it's a great pleasure to be here and to, to talk with you. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not an easy answer, so maybe it looks like uh, you are totally calm and uh, you, uh, you're taking like all, all everything what is going on is like granted, uh, but you should understand it's not true, yeah, the, because mm, there are two topics, the first one, uh, as a leader, you should uh, show to the people that you are on the stressful situation. Yeah. Uh, so in this in this regard, you you should be really as calm as possible, uh, because all of others are just looking at you. And mm-hmm. if you calm, they as minimum they assume that you know something what they don't know. So and that's why you are calm. The second point, you also have to to look good, uh, because uh, you know. There was there is one of the anecdote that the level of um, uh, of uh, problem in the organization is very much correlated to the longest of haircut of the boss. So you you always have to to be very very cautious about this and uh, really to to look how you how you look for the others. And then of course uh, you have to refresh yourself. And uh, for this. Uh, Physical exercise is, is very good, and uh, I'm I'm doing the sport each day, and if it's needed, even from in the morning and in the, in the evening. So and it's it's really helps. But of course the the main uh, the main factors which is motivating you is the people around, uh, because uh, when you come into this uh, to the job in such a situation and uh, you have. Uh, a lot of people in the office uh, my colleagues my subordinate and then you understand that this is this is something and you you couldn't uh, be stressful or nervous or whatever you just really enjoy that you have such a great team and you can cooperate discuss look in for the solution of challenges and
1: so on this is this is how <laughs> it looks like so other than the physical exercise do you do you have any secret ingredient to to this composure that you have what advice would you give to somebody, say a fellow CEO in another bank and they're getting into really tough difficult situation, do you have any advice that you would give them how to handle it, how to pull through when the world seems to be ending around them and they, they have to deliver and they have to look after their people, what would you tell them
0: it's difficult to give advice to anybody because I, I think that each situation is, is unique. Uh, but first of all, uh, just calm down, That's mm-hmm. not, not follow your emotions, because, of course, we, we have all these instincts and uh, when such a challenge is coming, the first reaction. OK, let's let's close everything. Let's close mm-hmm. branches. Let's close lending, uh, landing. Let's let's stop new acquisition or whatever. And uh, so emotions really calm down and not not follow your your emotions. Then uh, I think what is very important is um, this honest communication, Uh, because uh, anyway, all of us are uh, human beings and we have these biases. So it's very good to to discuss everything what is going on with uh, uh, with your team, with your people, because they appreciate it, they uh, they finally feel that they are making, uh, making influence what is going on and they are coming with a new and new ideas, what can be done, how it can be done. And it's even uni- uh, united uh, everybody. And then, of course, keep optimism uh, mm-hmm. because uh, this keeping optimism, it's actually drive you to, to find all these uh, solutions to any situation what what is going on. So, uh, by living in Ukraine, I went through a lot of crises. And uh, I definitely know that there are not such a point that the whole world is uh, falling down and there are no solution to that. So all the solution is always here. You just uh, have to very I would say, very carefully evaluated and uh, not, not to speed up with a decision.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and, and, and I have a million questions on my mind immediately as you were saying this, but this optimism uh, is something that struck me. I've known you for a few years. Yeah. And I remember you being an optimist for the longest time. So two, <laughs> three years ago, you were a real optimist. My question is, are you still an optimist? Uh, yes, I am still an
0: optimist, uh, and uh, but right now uh, I change my perspective to the risk. Uh, so mm-hmm. b- before this situation happened, when somebody talk, can tell me that you know the risk of the failure is like two percent or five percent, I will say, oh, "Okay, it's so small. Uh, we will take it as granted, and we will go, we are going forward." But right now, if the risk uh, to to some big negative cases, even two, three, five percent, I really start to very curiously evaluate uh, what is counterbalances we can do. Mm. So uh, right now I couldn't ignore uh, this uh, this risk, even it seems to be quite small in uh, in current situation. This is what uh, would totally change, and on the other hand. Uh, what is good uh, based on current experience that yes, uh, you of course you couldn't avoid everything what what happened in such situation. but as minimum, the plan B helps mm. you to to really... Uh, manage the situation. So of course not everything going according to the plan but as minimum you have this plan B, you know what to do you, you can manage the, the, biggest, uh, the biggest items which is uh, other things <coughs> than couldn't imagine. Mm-hmm. So this planning plan B always this is currently the biggest uh, lesson learned uh, what mm-hmm. I have.
1: Okay so and I was gonna ask you about that. Uh, obviously a crisis comes, a war comes. <clears throat> so you need to think about how to handle that. And the question obviously is, is it different running a big organization during these crisis times? Or is it still the same principles? What has changed? What What do you think you need to do differently? Or what would you tell others? Hey, guys, when this happens, these are the things that you have to pay attention to, that you really need to do differently. So, uh,
0: I think uh, it's, it's quite a different. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. how, how to say it? So, um, before, it was really uh, pure business. And I am personally, I am a big fan of liberalism, big fan of capitalism, that uh, this is business and business are uh the the main goal is to produce the best uh, the best product and uh, people will buy the best product so this is and yeah. you will end money and uh, during this time it's really changed that uh, we are not like uh the business itself this is we have to make a socially important business we have to make not just uh, uh, business which is uh, devoted to create money, to create some product, but we, we also have to make a social impact on the country. And uh, actually, it's not only about our organization, it's uh, entirely what we currently have I- in Ukraine, that the uh, United of nation is tremendous and everybody is just making its own influence or its own impact uh, how it can uh, how we can make the the country more country more more powerful uh, to to win in this war so uh, and this is what uh, the total perspective is uh, changing. So in such regard, uh, first of all, you have to concentrate uh, on your team, on your people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to devote a lot of time <coughs> about uh, their conditions, uh, about their security, which is uh, before was not not in the not in the agenda at all. Then uh, you have to to deal with your with your customers, uh, how to protect. Uh, the data, like in bank, how to protect money uh, and so on, and then, which is even more important, you have to understand what is uh, uh, what is your impact on the on the country, on the society. Uh, is your product really helps people to? Uh, uh, to be calm, to, to support uh, Ukrainian, Ukrainian people, to support Ukrainian army or uh, what you are doing is uh, awful in such a situation because it's only devoted to an extra penny or dollar or whatever mm-hmm. and put in, in, in your pocket. And if you just devote it only to, to the biz- pure business your, your team, your people would uh, actually go out of you. It's, uh, it's, of course, it's not very vocally, but you start feeling it and vice versa if you uh, start running something uh, social projects charity campaign uh, and so on helping refugees so it's it's united people and they start uh, to be feeling uh, to be proud of working for the organization and they they are ready to to come uh, for for the branches they are ready to come each day for the job they're ready to do something more than just according to the yeah. instruction this is uh, I think this is totally changed, and it's not because of instruction. It's not because it's written on the book. It's you can you can feel the spirit, yeah, which is totally different. So, is, the, is this
1: why the Ukrainian Banking Association elected you as their head because of this thinking? What 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 did they see in you? Why did you, Why did they ask you? Because you know you you, you are now head of the Ukrainian Banking Association so that everybody knows that. Yeah. And uh, being a... I mean, you're Ukrainian, but you're, quote-unquote, an outsider. You are head of OTP Bank in Ukraine. It's not a born and bred Ukrainian bank. Yet, the Banking Association said, Volodymyr is our guy. We would like him there. Why do you think they did that? Uh, no, for for me, it's uh,
0: like a new experience uh, because uh, uh, to run the organization, it's uh, you. Uh, you have a clear goal, yeah, uh, and these goals usually have a short-term goal, long-term goal, and it's uh, more or less your profession to to manage mm-hmm. uh, to manage the business. Association is um, absolutely other way of um, of activity, I would say, because you have to unite people. Uh, even not just the people, you have to, uh, uh, you have to unite different banks uh, to have one goal and to be a powerful uh, as an industry. And uh, this is not about business, this is about principles. And of course, uh, I absolutely vocally express my, my opinion about it, so that, uh, of course, we are different businesses, but we have to be united as a power. Uh, because uh, banking is one of the strongest industry in uh, in the country and. Uh it's It's not uh, how to say. I wouldn't say anything which is you don't know, but I think this is a huge, huge surprise and huge, huge success of uh, Ukrainian uh, be, uh, banking system and national bank uh, that the system is so strong mm-hmm. in such a, in such a crisis. So it, it, and uh, as, I, as I mentioned, we don't have just to be strong in our business, in our profession, but let's unite to be strong in making a difference uh, for, for the country. And uh, my colleagues uh, uh, think they are supporting this idea and, uh, yeah, and nominated me for, for, such a,
1: for such a role. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> <Okay>. So <clears throat> if we look at the different things that a leader has to do, we normally say you start with yourself, You take care of yourself because you're the leader, everybody looks at you, so you have to be okay. That's the guarantee for your people to be able to do that job, good job. And then you have to look after them. Then you have to look after the business so you earn some money and you you serve customer needs and you generate return for the shareholders. And then you have to uh, do something for society. Now we talked about your personal thing how you can remain as calm and collected as you are. We talked about the society a little bit. There are these two things in between. Your people, your employee, and the business. So I wanted to ask you about these two things. Starting with the people. Your employee engagement scores are sky high. The world is falling apart, and your people are just completely committed, what did you do to achieve that? Why is it there? I mean, I would think that people go, oh God, you know, people are shooting and everything, I'm not interested, yet they're totally committed. So what did you guys do to get those sky-high engagement results? Did you have programs, did you have plans, What, what, what did you do?
0: Yeah this, the people people in Ukraine is amazing so yeah, maybe no,
1: no, this is no, this, don't is, don't one, say this that is, is that it's all them you is, guys did this something this new, so what, I want to know what you part have done of the answer, yes
0: of course <laughs> uh, uh, ana- another topic uh yes how, how to say it so uh, even uh, during this crisis of war period uh, we are not transforming transformer organization yeah mm-hmm. it's uh, we are currently doing this agile transformation and uh, uh, you know a lot of these buzzwords uh, that all all others can understand in one way or another way so what does it mean agile transformation we can talk here for four hours on the other hand uh, what is a, main topic for me in this uh, agile transformation. It's two, two things. First, uh, you have to, uh, uh, you have to delegate uh, their authority to to the people so that they can make some uh, a lot of decision by themselves. And uh, on the other hand, they are taking a lot of of responsibility for the for their job, for their result. This is one part. And the other part is this customer centric. So you always have to to look what your customer really need to. What is the pain point and how you can help to, to achieve uh, their customer goals. And uh, the same actually you have to do with your, with your colleagues, with your subordinates. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have really start talking with people as much as possible and uh, implementing changes according to their response. So, uh, yes, we have this engagement survey, uh, this bank-wide or group-wide, but it's uh, coming like once per year. But what we are doing that each, um, each and every month we are running our own survey, but based on some particular topic. So we are not uh, discussing like what is the value of the company or what is the mission, vision. We are, uh, we are discussing uh, what bothers you uh, mostly in the office. What, uh, what do you think about uh, the quality of food in, uh, in our canteen? Uh, what do you think about our uh, social perkege, uh, package, uh, and so on? And people are honestly providing the response, and then you have to implement changes. And if you show that you are responding to their to their request, of course, this uh, this start working. The level of trust is increasing. This is about the uh, actually level of trust. And uh, I, I had a. At the beginning, when I was appointed as a CEO, uh, I had a discussion with my, one of my colleagues that, uh, do we have to make, uh, you have this idea to, to run all the time surveys internally and uh, understand what is going on, but do we have to make it anonymously or people have to, to say who, uh, who provide this mm-hmm. response? And you know, 80% of you, no, no, anonymously, because on the other hand, who will give you the honest mm-hmm. response? Nobody will. And right now, people start even uh, signing who is, uh, who's wow. respond because they would like to be, uh, to be shown, to be heard, that this is uh, their response, this is mm-hmm. their contribution. If you are making some decision, this is their... Con- and of course, why all this, it's, it couldn't happen one, uh, one day or one month, but if you are running it in a constant basis, people understand that they are important, mm-hmm. that their opinion is important, their condition is important, and they they start to respond for you so in the same way. So your
1: people are your customers, in a way, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I, this is exactly what you would do with customers. Yes, You understand yes. the pain points and what they need and how, and, yes. and you're doing yes. the same for your people.
0: Yes, yes. But with customer you're taking money with people and trying to, to take their, their <laughs> efforts. <laughs> Uh, their, their skills, their willingness to, to make the you organization. You Right. Okay. Yeah, ma- money. Is,
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Ma- money. But, no. yeah. Great stuff. And let me ask you about the business now. Now, <clears throat> I know there were a few interesting things and for anyone else, I, 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 I hope I'm not giving away a big secret if I say that, you know, You were looking at implementing this customer management system and there was a big issue about being able to put it up in the cloud Mm. and you decided to just go ahead and do it anyway and we'll see what happens. And of course, when the war came, the National Bank uh, said, okay, now you can put information up into the cloud. Because you did your homework, you could just push the button and you got an incredible competitive advantage. So, that to me says, hard work and foresight works. But that's one thing. That's like a, almost like a tactical thing. That was really, really good. And I I loved it, the way you guys did it. But the question is, um, how do you manage in a crisis situation like this? Because I can see you having a lot of challenges. Uh, There is a war and some of your customers may get killed. Their businesses may get killed. That means they cannot pay back the loan. So you have to be very careful about who you lend to and, and what you do. So that's one big chunk of issues. The other big chunk of issues, you want to be able to help your current customers, okay? So that they can survive the current difficult times. The next chunk of issues is you have to do all of these while keeping your ability to really crank up the business when this whole thing is hopefully over and you are quote unquote back to normal. These are really big challenges without giving away any strategic secrets. Can you tell us how you think about this? How can you manage these conflicting priorities in this crisis situation. What is your approach? Is there anything anyone can learn from your way of thinking? How you do that?
0: Yeah. The priorities is uh, quite From time to time it's conflicting uh, and uh, the, when and actually you you are making decisions uh, in such a way you really have to understand uh, to which extent uh, your your choice uh, what is the influence of your choice so it's mean that uh, uh, you really st- you really starting from the top uh, and top is the society and then you go in uh, down uh, down to to the to the bottom so what I mean so for example. Uh, When we think about, oh, this is war, should we land or not? And then we're coming back, is it any customers uh, who really need money right now and they are making the biggest difference for the... Uh, for the society, for the strength of the Ukrainian economy, yeah? and then we, you, you come into some particular companies, or particular industries, uh, for whom you understand it's vital for the entire entire society to be. Then you come to the to your customers, and this is uh, one of the examples. What is the most important? since uh, right now for the most of your customers. It's a credit limit in your card or to protect your data because the rocket mm-hmm. can come to the data center and then it could be blown up and then and nobody can help you. So the first priority is really to uh, to ensure the security of, of, of the data of the customers and move it to the cloud or uh, whatever else, then uh, you go into the other topic: this operational stability. Yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. last year it was something amazing. We really have this uh, huge project uh, running by National Bank, the Power Banking. It's mean that. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, each bank have to organize on their branches like a shelter. So, Mm -hmm. for example, if there is no electricity heating uh, in the city, in the bank uh, in the bank branch the each of the uh, people can go out from the street and they have to have possibility to, to have a tea uh, they, it should be uh, the internet the Starlink is working the mm-hmm. diesel generator is generating power and so on so for that uh, you also understand that this is vital you have to do it and of course your people and then uh after that this is project management. You are prioritizing it based on the impact uh, starting from the society and then going down to, to to the business. Yes, as a shareholder maybe it's not how to say, not uh, the best answer, but uh, what I thought, in such situation you really have to be a socially responsible business and uh, make the priorities in the same regards.
1: Vladimir, okay. thank you. I have maybe another 1 million questions I would love to ask you. But I was told that we have to keep this short and we are probably running over time as it is. So, uh, uh, let me say thank you very much. It, it was amazing. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know OTP Bank Ukraine is one of the top 10 banks but is one of the top 5 in terms of profitability. Yes. You have got so many awards uh, from different institutions or whatever, I can't even list them up. Uh, And and you've been asked to, uh, to head of the Ukrainian Banking Association. So during these very difficult times, you guys have done an amazing job. I really enjoyed listening to you. What struck me was the normalcy in your responses. It's not this crisis panic it is hey listen this is business let's do the best for our people let's do the best for the business let's do the best for society and steady as it goes but I know there is a lot of stuff behind that and uh, I know you cannot tell us all this stuff because it's very competitive (laughs) and we don't want your competition uh, to Learn too much from you, but thank you very much. I really enjoyed the discussion. Thank you. Power to you, Vladimir.
0: <laughs> gr- great a lot. pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like.